Before we get started today, I want to let you know about an exciting addition to the More Than A Few Words marketing conversation. We're now hosting a Facebook Live every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Digital Toolbox Facebook page. We hope you'll drop by and join us. But for now, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words Marketing Conversation for Business Owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. You know, I love all things marketing, but I am particularly fascinated by local marketing, connecting with customers that are around the corner and down the street. And so today I have invited Laura Cole to talk about local marketing. Laura is the VP of marketing for a company called Vivial, and they are a marketing agency that specializes in digital marketing for local businesses. So she's the perfect guest. Hey, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, my pleasure. So local marketing, when I think of that, I think of all the businesses that we love to work with, the plumbers and the roofers and and your neighborhood stores, and they look out at the sea of digital marketing choices, and it's overwhelming. Where do you tell people they should get started? How do they tow in the water? That's a great question, and I would honestly say it's probably one of the questions we hear most from the businesses that we work with. I mean, the reality is, is local businesses know that they focus a lot on running their business. The world of digital marketing can be extremely complex. So where to start? So I break it out into maybe three buckets, and they're big buckets, but you know, the world of online, social, and then mobile marketing also. We'd, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the power of mobile marketing and and meeting people on their device. But in terms of where to start, I'm going to focus really simple on two key things. One, you got to have your website in good order, right? That is your online storefront. That is the place that really needs to showcase the work that you do, your specialties, your expertise, and, and really you know brag a little bit on your business. The next thing that I would say to focus on is really your online presence on the major search engines, right? Google, major directories, ensuring that your listings, as we call them, are up to date with your name, address, phone number, hours of operation. Again, great place to put photos of your business. Really set that foundation so that when somebody is looking, they're able to find your business. That's such a great point. And I always talk about the website as your home base. This is the one place where you can pick every element and present your business exactly the way you want people to see it and then use that information to push out everywhere else because all of those platforms have their little quirks, don't they? Yes, they do. (laughs) Yes, they do. And you're right. The website is yours to own. And so I'm still amazed at how many businesses we run into that one, don't have a website. And many times if they do, it's not mobile optimized. So we know that over 50% of the searches that are happening online are happening on a mobile device. And so in addition to the content that you have on your website, you really test it out, right? Pull out your mobile phone, check your website, see how it appears and make sure that it's a really good experience for your consumers. Absolutely. Everybody has a mobile phone now and they know that they get frustrated when they go to another website that isn't a good mobile experience. Why do you think your customers are any more forgiving? 
Exactly. We've all been in that space, right? Where we pull out our phone and we go to the website and you're pinching or zooming or trying to get to the information you need. And it's frustrating. It doesn't create Mm -hmm. a good experience. We know that people, time is money, right? And Mm -hmm. so you want to make it easy to do business with you. And one of the best ways you can do that is make sure that, you know, your customers really have an easy way of finding out information about your business. Absolutely. Okay. So we covered that first bucket, your space. Let's go to your second bucket. What are the top level things you got to do in bucket number two? Bucket number two. Great. So I'm going to talk about listings in general, probably one of the most important. We all know the prominence of Google, right? So I'm going to start first with your Google My Business or your GMB page. Again, this is another thing. We talked a little bit about owning the website. You know, you own how you look on the Google My Business page. So you really want to make sure that you have everything in order. Some people almost refer to it as kind of a little mini website, right? Because if you think about it, you can find information or a customer can find information about your business and potentially never go to your website. So things like pictures of the work that you've done, examples, reviews, right? I mean, we could probably spend another whole session talking about the power of reviews, but reviews and your hours of operation, your specialties. So you really want to ensure that when somebody lands on that Google My Business page, that they're getting a very accurate representation. And like everything, it is not set it and forget it. You've got to continually update, make sure that it's up to date, make sure that you're responding to reviews. There's just a lot of really powerful things that you can do with GMB. The thing I always come back to is people get very hung up on, I want to be number one in search. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be. Well, your GMB page, if it's well done in your category, you're going to be number one in that map ranking. And that's way more powerful than a single line list. I couldn't agree more. If you think about the power of the GMB, GMB listing. You mentioned the map ranking, incredibly powerful. Everybody can probably envision the Google search page when you search that knowledge panel that appears on the right. That also is your GMB presence. So there are a lot of ways that your Google My Business information can be served top of mind. So exactly, in addition to your website ranking, which everybody always wants it to be, think about all the different ways that your business can rank on that first page of Google, which of course is incredibly powerful. Absolutely. And I know that someday this is going to cost money, but today you have an opportunity with the GMB page to track how many visitors come and my favorite, how many phone calls. And I have been amazed for some of my home service companies that are really spending time there, you know, getting qualified phone calls, 25, 30, 40 a month. For sure. It is very powerful. I think about that. I also think about for non-service-based businesses, that directions, the amount of people that are asking. Mm -hmm. So if you think about you're a local restaurant and you can actually track how many people ask to directions to your restaurant. Again, that's a way to quantify the leads and the clients that you're getting to come through the door. It's great, powerful metrics. Another powerful metric that I always look at is, you know, the amount of searches that are being done direct or by discovery. So that tells you who Mm -hmm. already has your name in mind, or maybe they just searched for, I'm looking for a landscaper in my community and they found you. That's incredibly Mm -hmm. powerful. And it kind of helps guide your thinking for the type of additional content to put on the GMB profile. Absolutely. So before we leave bucket number two, are there any other lists or directories we should be thinking about that obviously Google and everybody else, but Is there anybody else in that second tier that they should be paying attention to? 
Great question. I think that there's a lot of folks in the second tier, but there's also, uh, we are fans uh, personally at Vivial of really optimizing across the hundred plus directories that exist out there. Because even if you're talking about a non-prominent site that maybe doesn't have the prominence of a Google, a Bing, Yahoo, Facebook, right? We'd be remiss if we didn't mention, you know, ensuring your social profiles are cleaned as well. But really, Google, as a trust factor, looks across those hundreds of directories to ensure consistent name, address, phone number across. Because if they start to see that there's discrepancies about, you know, addresses or phone numbers, they start to question maybe the authenticity of your of your business. So we always recommend ensuring really optimizing across all. And that way you have your bases covered. There's a lot of technologies out there that allow you to kind of do this automatically, so to speak, and kind of keep it managed. Highly recommend doing that. Awesome. Okay. In the time remaining, let's let's talk about bucket number three, mobile optimization, which is more than just does your website look good on mobile? It is. It is. So it's really the entire experience that happens on mobile. And that can be, you know, mobile websites. That can be how you appear on your social profiles within particular mobile apps. And I think one of the big things, and and I know many local businesses aren't yet in the game, but one thing they really should consider text message marketing, right? Text messaging is an incredibly powerful way to reach your customers on the device they use most. So we're big fans of email marketing also. So, but statistic after statistic shows text messages are opened quicker. You know, you're more likely to look at them. And when you think of all the capabilities like sending coupons, sending appointment reminders, schedule notifications, there are so many things that you can do in the world of text messaging. If you haven't yet dipped your toe in, we would highly encourage you to do that. And again, there are a lot of really affordable products out there that allow you to send for pennies a message. Yes, absolutely. In some cases, fractions of a penny. So it's mm-hmm. you definitely can get in. And honestly, one of the hardest parts about it is getting your subscriber list together. But mm-hmm. if you have, you know, good metrics in terms of your current customer base and, you know, have got got them to opt in to messaging, there are ways that you can kind of stair step that approach. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing right to begin with. Awesome. Laura, we have crammed a whole bunch of great valuable information in a very short time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Greatly appreciate it. I'm going to encourage everybody who's listening to check out Vivial. There'll be a link to the website from the show notes and also a link to your resource page. There's some awesome stuff on there. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to check out the resources at digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words.